Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I have a conversation about the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters, because we believe that for those who are awake, we are living in and through the most impactful time in history. Your view of the world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Our intention is to provide you with ideas, nutritious food for thought, and some tools that you can use to help you in being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hey, folks. Welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. Well, I'm all alone today. That's right, my amazing and beautiful co-host Stephanie Hanlon is off to China, to Beijing specifically, where she has a number of teams that are competing over this period of this week. She's probably halfway there as I'm recording this now, but that's okay. I have another cool topic, and as always, I love the things that come up and often the way they come up. This past week, I was actually reminded of what we talk about in many of our conversations about mindset and that ultimately we're always searching for those of you who are in that mode of growing and becoming the best you can be. We're always really searching and considering different ways of thinking and of being self-aware and even of intentionally defining oneself and living into our values and even becoming familiar with those values and what they are, because ultimately what it is, we want to be the greatest we can be, the best we can be. And so when we consider all that, they're just perspectives that we often have to shift and to use in considering how our mindset matters when we're looking to grow personally, professionally, or any one of the many areas of our life. You know, let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely considering what that even looks like, you know, in terms of values and development and growth, because as most of us have learned, when we start to look into the future and make decisions about how we will, in fact, choose to define or even redefine ourselves, we start to be aware that in order to achieve those goals, to actually live into that vision, to actually be the best we can be, we have to consider that who the person is and who we are today is not the person who will get us to where we want to go in the future. And when we start to think in those terms, it becomes more obvious why so many people listen to this podcast or this type of podcast. And I want to say thank you for listening always, by the way. And just because it's a great segue, and while I think of it, I'm going to invite you, please, if you wouldn't mind, we've moved our podcast platform from SoundCloud to, which we've actually been on for eight years, to another platform called Podbeat. Now, that's all to say this. What happens when we make those kind of moves? I don't sometimes go as smoothly as we hope, or we're not aware of a couple of things. And what happened in this case is our subscriber contacts didn't come with the shift. So if you would be so kind as to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, that will connect you to the shows and the notifications and some of the future plans that we have for the show. And we want to be able to connect. And just if you're worried, no, we won't be taking your uh, contact information and 
sending you stuff or sharing it with third parties, et cetera. So all to say, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, it really helps the algorithms get some fired up and expands the show message so that we can get it to others. And uh, anyways, to that point, it'd also be great if you would share the show with friends or others who think like you and that you think there might be some value in the show. Okay. I want to share something that showed up for me recently, which is to ask and answer the question or the questions of what actually drives us to consider making changes in our life. Why do we actually feel the need to make changes or shift the way we look at the world or the way we actually be in the world? And as Stephanie and I have shared on the podcast on any number of occasions, we use the phrase that clarity equals velocity, which is to say that the clearer we are, the faster or the more velocity we have in moving forward towards the visions or the goals that we have or that we intend to achieve. But to gain that next level of clarity, I'm going to invite you to consider why it is that we're trying to change and what is it exactly that we are committed to changing. Now, I'm going to shift the thought process around that, and I'm going to try and stay clear and not go off on too many tangents. But in our last podcast, we actually talked about making decisions from fear versus making decisions from love. And how often it is that we make decisions or we actually don't make decisions because of fear. And we do that even when we know that a non-decision is still a decision. But as we evolve into bringing our subconscious into our conscious, we begin to realize that decisions are often based in fear. They're based in the realization of what we think people will think of us how we may be judged, the embarrassment or the shame that we may experience. And all of that is based on our story, our filters of how we see the world and how a decision or a way of being could impact us relationally or financially or even reputationally. We have a story or a belief system of how it will look and what we believe and think failure will look and more importantly, what it will feel like. You know, we often say that we're just judging ourselves when in reality, it's the fear of failure in that it almost always comes back to thinking about what people will think about us. We consciously or subconsciously worry about what others will think. That's it. What if they see through what we think is our facade or that They actually bust us for being the fraud that we think we are. How embarrassed will we be? Or I don't want to risk the shame of of being wrong. I risk being exposed and people think a certain way about me and I can't risk changing that. We have lots of stories about those kinds of things that, again, some of them are conscious, but we're not really aware of what we're thinking. Then we have a lot of the self-talk that shuts us down and At some level, we decide that living in the discomfort or even the pain, the actual pain of not feeling or being enough is far better than risking being judged. Now, stay with me here. I'll I'll keep getting through this. Now, we've had some version of all of these conversations in previous episodes. Stephanie and I have talked about it many times. But in this particular episode, what I want you to invite you to consider is that 
as you look at your future, what is it that you're moving away from? Now, listen to that question. What is it that you're moving away from, not what are you moving to? So when I think about and ask you the question of what you're moving away from, I'll ask it with this. What is the pain? What is the discomfort, the dissatisfaction, the mediocrity that you are simply not prepared to continue living with, even when you know that in order to move away from those things, you will have to lean into and face your fear. It means actually moving away from the familiar discomfort, but that discomfort can mean not having the satisfaction in life that we're seeking. The, the joy, the happiness, the relationships, the finance. And then we finally have this realization that we have to move away from where we actually are to get to where we want to go, which means, in fact, we have to change. Had that conversation dozens of times. Our life is a reflection of who we're being. But what actually inspires us or motivates us to move forward, to move away from that? Now, this thought process or this body of work isn't really for everybody, but not everybody listens to this podcast, but you do. So it means at some level you're searching for answers. And when you consider that if you're wanting to grow and move forward, you have to begin to define and understand what is the pain you want to, need to, and must move away from where you make a decision. It is always some level of discomfort, some level of pain. You know, think about it. Why do you listen to the podcast? You know, the Mindset Matters podcast. And why do you listen to the Everyday Millionaire? Why do you listen to other podcast videos? Or why do you even read books? On the surface, it's because you want to learn. You want to grow and to be your greatest self. You have to, and to live your best life, you actually have to learn and move forward. But here's a question for you. When you really think about it and be honest with yourself, when you look at all of the books you read, the podcasts you listen to, the videos you watch, how many of those things that you pick up on are you actually implementing? Is it one in a thousand things? Is it 10 in a thousand? Is it a hundred in a thousand? Is it one in five? Consider what is the ratio of shifts or changes that you actually make and the steps that you actually implement to take? So, Again, this is all an invitation to consider the question, what is the pain that you're tired of living with? What is the discomfort that you can no longer tolerate? Because when we think about the future, when we think about stepping into the future, we have to consider that we've all at some level started something, said we're going to commit to this goal, and then whatever happens, we talk ourselves out of it. But if you realize that you've made a decision to escape the discomfort, escape the pain, rather than just be grounded in the outcome, know that going back to that pain, to that discomfort is not worth it. You actually may be inspired or motivated to go, no, I got to keep going. So ask yourself, what is the fear that you're not willing to live with any longer? Because Here's the thing, as you sit in the pain, the discomfort, the dissatisfaction, the lack of whatever, there is the fear of making that change. But what is the fear that you're not going to hang out with any longer? So consider the phrase I shared a minute ago, which is, you know, that clarity equals velocity. So for example, when you're in relationship with a significant other or a partner, 
a close member of your team, for example, ask yourself, are you aligned in your values? How far apart are you in terms of your vision? What are you standing for? What are you tolerating? You know, certainly over the years within the Real Estate Investment Network and within our own business coaching and, you know, that personal development coaching that we do, we often come across scenarios where couples, you know, where one person is simply not aligned with the other. And the problem with that is that it's not that they don't make it work. It just creates a lot of different challenges and not the least of which it just creates friction and a lot of uncertainty, especially if, or maybe even because there's finances involved, there are commitments that are involved, timelines that have to be met just to name a couple of the issues. So drama goes up, stress goes up, anxiety goes up. So again, I'm going to continue to invite you to consider that when you're looking at growing and going forward into a vision, it really is critical to ask a simple but really powerful question. Now, this question is one that Stephanie has asked of many audiences from the stage over the years, including the RAIN community. Now, in this particular exercise, she's often doing a completion exercise at the end of a year or at the end of a term. And as part of that completion exercise, she asked the question, what are you so done with? And that you actually absolutely refuse to carry forward into the new year. And I'm going to define, and we have to define what you will carry forward, but here's what I'm so done with. So in other words, what am I so done with? What I, what I will carry forward and what I'm done with. And we know that intellectually, at least, that clarity equals velocity, and that makes total sense, doesn't it? And as a matter of fact, I often say that we need to begin with the end in mind and actually work backwards from that end in mind. We need to have clarity in the outcome we want to achieve, the goal, the vision. But if, what if we add a layer of work to that thought process? Because the reality is that you may not even know what you really want. We often see that, you know, we often hear that, is that people are unclear what it is they want. It may be that you just simply don't know, but you know you want something in life to change, to be different, because you don't have or you're looking to have more joy, more happiness, confidence, a, a bigger and better business or career, a more fulfilling relationship, or even a relationship, you know, better finances, uh, better ability to earn more money. There's so many things. So we have to stop and ask, what is stopping you? What is stopping any of us? And so the bigger question isn't, no, let me rephrase that. It is the bigger question, is it? But for this conversation, let's just start with asking and answering one fundamental question, which is, what are you so done with? And back to the beginning, what pain and discomfort are you no longer willing to tolerate? There's a saying that I use, which is, it's not the weight we carry that breaks us down, it's the way we carry the weight. So when we ask ourselves the question of what are we so done with, think about the weight we want to shed, the weight that is holding us back or actually breaking us down. Now, let me give you some examples. You know, there's the fundamental we talked about, which is the fear of failure, you know, and so many people are held back by the fear of failure. That's what they say anyways. And when we get to the actual truth of what that really is, it's often the concern or worry about how their actions will be perceived by others, you know, their peers. 
their own fear of embarrassment or shame and that the story they tell themselves of how that will impact their lives. You know, the fear of shame and embarrassment is actually what prevents many from taking risks or trying new things that could lead to the success that they see for themselves, but they actually lack the courage or the conviction or actually the tools to face that fear, to really lean into it. And another one I often see is the lack of self-alignment. You know, we see people often struggle with aligning their actions with their true values. They're not even clear what their values are, and they're not aligned with their belief system because they actually don't take the time to even examine what their values and beliefs are. And then you see that misalignment, they have that sense of being out of integrity, and it almost always leads to a sense of dissatisfaction and a feeling of living a life that's not genuine or not fulfilling. Okay, next on my list of stuff is relationships, and that is the misalignment in relationship and partnerships, especially in business or investments. You know, misalignment between partners can, can create really significant friction. And that misalignment can be in terms of goals, of values, or approaches to finances and how you operate, commitments, timelines, or views of risk. And that misalignment is really sticky. Again, go back to, you know, clarity equals velocity, and the clearer we are, the better we can do. A big one that shows up often is financial stress, facing financial challenges or the fear of financial instability can really be a major source of pain or at least significant discomfort. And that might include concerns about making enough money, managing investments wisely, or preparing for future needs. And it's often a big weight. It's stressful if you don't have money, but it's equally as stressful if you do have money. Now, an interesting part of pain that we want to move away from and what we may be so done with is our own stagnation, the feeling of stagnation and the realization that we're being complacent. You know, the discomfort of feeling stuck or complacent in our current situation, whether it's actually personal or professional growth or our career or relationships, it can really drive us to change if we can actually see it and then tell the truth about it. Now, this might manifest as a, I guess, a lack of progress or a feeling of being trapped in the status quo, a sense of knowing that you are capable of so much more, but are feeling stuck. You're uncertain, you're unclear. And I can tell you from my own experience, all of what I'm talking about, I've been through, I'm sometimes going through, and it never really, I think, stops. But the feeling of being stuck, the feeling of not being all you can be, that for me is really uncomfortable and sometimes painful because I'm feeling that, what am I missing here? And so there's a what we call the gap between knowledge and action. You know, people often consume a lot of educational content, books and podcasts and videos, but then they struggle to implement what they learn. That's why I go back to that question I asked you earlier. Yeah, you know, the, the discomfort arises from recognizing at some point that this gap between knowledge and action, and this is, you know, really common mental game, is that we're actually in motion, but it disguises itself as action. 
you know, we're reading, we're going to conferences, we're attending free webinars, we're doing things. And it, in this, in the language I'm using it, it disguises, motion disguises itself as being in action. So sometimes we have to ask ourselves, am I being in motion right now or am I being in action? And sometimes you have to be in motion through that learning, getting, you know, sharpening the saw, if you will, before you cut wood. And that's okay, but don't fool yourself into thinking you're in action when in fact you are in motion. You know, the reminder I'm often drawn to is from the meme that if more knowledge was the answer, we'd all be billionaires with six packs. You know, the truth is, is that it's not the knowledge that moves us forward, it's actually the action we take. So keep that one in mind. You know, there's another one that will often motivate us, inspire us, or it can shut us down. But what the pain we want to move away from often is the social pressure and the expectations of peers. You know, the pressure to conform to, and I mean that in a kind of a backwards negative way. You know, we have this pressure to conform to whatever morals, societal morals or familial expectations. And that can really be a significant source of discomfort if we don't align with that, if we don't agree. So this can involve career choices and lifestyle decisions or even the way we choose to think and behave. And at some point, we may start to question our belief systems and discover that the pain of staying stuck in that narrative, in that story, and staying stuck under the weight of the peer pressure is not worth not living into the real vision you have for your life. And then to add to all of these examples is a couple more, one of which is the internal conflicts that we have, such as you know, self-doubt, self-deprecation, minimizing ourselves, the negative self-talk that actually sports it can, and, and it actually generally will create a significant barrier to our growth. If you keep telling yourself you're not tall enough, strong enough, big enough, you know, smart enough, you know, you're a loser, you know, you're a moron. And, and, and listen, these are all calls and conversations I've had with people. And the self-talk is what shows up. And if we can't bust through that, if we can't bring our awareness to it and start to nip it in the bud, it will show up as a real lack of confidence in our own abilities. It'll show up as a lack of confidence in the decisions, which will then show up as actual excuses, such as being a perfectionist, you know, analysis paralysis, not enough information, or whatever else, whatever other excuse we might come up with. You know, the thing about all of this is that at some level, we realize we are living a life of unfulfilled potential. That's the realization we have. We have a sense of being able to be greater and we just don't seem to get there. We, at some point, have the realization that we are not living up to that potential of what we are capable of, and that can really and often work as a powerful motivator or even inspiration for change. But first, we have to bring our attention to it. So whether it's looking at some unexplored, perhaps, talent we think we may have or some unused or even underused skills, or maybe even ultimately doing what we truly love to do. All of this is what leads us to the feeling that if we don't have it, we're going through this lack of joy and that 
having that life satisfaction instead, you know, having that life satisfaction. And what happens is instead is that we normalize our general sense of unhappiness. We actually go, I'm unhappy, but this is normal. Or we have that dissatisfaction with our life and we don't know what's driving it. So whether it's in our personal achievements, our relationships, or the things we do on a daily basis, are we inspired? Are we having fun? Are we feeling joy? Are we being a contribution? Now, I guess the good news is when we start to recognize and define the pain we want to move away from and what we are so done with, we can actually use it to drive the change we want to be and ultimately experience in our world, which is actually the only world that matters is our world. So think about it. As much as we have a vision, a set of goals, let's take the time to consider what is the pain we need to move away from? What is the weight we are no longer willing to carry? Which is just another way of saying, what are we so done with? Consider whether it's your BS or your belief system, the values you are no longer willing to compromise, the quality of the relationships that you believe you deserve, the levels of communication. We have to look at the pain that we're no longer willing to live with. That when we then see that vision we have, it doesn't include that. It's what moves us away and moves us forward. Now, as with any journey of self-discovery and growth, it has to begin with being self-aware, questioning the thoughts that we have and of bringing the unconscious into the conscious, being aware of our thoughts, being easier on ourselves, being more gentle with ourselves. So as I wind this down, I want us to say thanks for listening. And to quote Stephanie, this was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.